Hi, welcome to Sweetman Podcast. This is Simon Sweetman and this is a podcast that is sponsored by Phantom Bill Stickers. So check them out on 0800phantom.co.nz. They're the people you talk to if you need a poster put up. They're the people you talk to if you need a poster designed. And they are the people that are sponsoring this podcast, along with Lafare, who give us our coffee, and Yeasty Boys, who give us our beer when we get people around in the evening for a beer. Um, this, however, was the, a chat on the side of the road in a car because uh, Sweetman Podcast will uh, will go anywhere to talk to anyone that uh, we deem worthy. And this was certainly a conversation I wanted to catch. Um, this is a chat with Jeff Boyle, the guitarist from Jacob. Uh, anyone who has read uh, things I've written over the years probably will know that I'm a huge fan of Jacob. Um, they come from Napier and Hawke's Bay is, is my hometown. Um, so maybe there's a connection in that. That, that I've sort of sought, but really it's 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 about this fantastic music that they make. And I've interviewed Jeff a couple of times over the years, uh, you know, first before I ever met him or, or knew him at all, and then I've got to know him a little bit over the years from just from watching the band, supporting the band, I guess, uh, reviewing the band. And um, and we had a big interview on the phone a couple of years ago when, when the band's album, last album, Science, came out. There was an eight-year gap between the records and uh, we talk about that in this podcast it's a, a big thing for this band it wasn't it wasn't an eight-year break it was uh, it, it was a series of heartbreaks really there was lots of things that happened that delayed the process um, but they put that record out and nailed it they toured the world again they've, they've played all over the place these guys and they have slowly but surely um, built this incredible fan base uh, so I caught up with him the day after they'd played a show in Wellington and um, he had hungover bandmates and I had a nosy and noisy four-year-old so we had to find a, a, a third place to speak so I picked him up from the hotel and we went driving, grabbed a coffee and parked up by the beach and, and had a chat. Um, so we talked about the history of this band, that you know they're not far off celebrating 20 years, no lineup change, the same three guys, really good friends, making really incredible music, and um, and we just chatted about what Jacob, what it is as an entity, what they do, what they're going to do, uh, and reflected on, on on what they've done, of course. So um, I really enjoyed talking to Jeff. He's he's a great guy and a, and a real talent, and and uh, Morris and Jason the. Rhythm section of Jacob are incredible talents as well. Um, uh, an amazing band, uh, one of my all-time favourites. So this is me talking, uh, being a bit of a fanboy and talking to uh, one of my favourite musicians, Jeff Boyle from Jacob. How was last night? It was really good. Yeah, it was really, really. <laughs> it good. felt like a really good gig, but I, yeah. I, I know because I've and it, not just you, but I've talked to other musicians and um and you go shit. What do you think of that gig? It was great, and the mm. musicians always like, yeah, we didn't really, you know, yeah, I'm glad yeah, you yeah. liked it, but we didn't really yeah. feel it. But it, you guys obviously had reason to celebrate, and um, it was a good crowd and everything, and, yeah. and it's a good venue, and you, yeah. you know, you seemed it seemed pretty good. But it's good to know you liked yeah, it. Yeah, oh, I mean, there's there's plenty of times where, where yeah, I'll get off stage. Having like hated the show, yeah. you know, and people will be like, "Oh, man, that was really amazing," and you and you're like, "Really, we at the same gig?" You know, <laughs> like, yeah. But um, and you know, and vice versa, you know. But um, but no, last night was really, really enjoyable, man. Yeah. Like it was. I love San Fran. You know, this this the sta- um the stage sound, you know, mm. the monitors, everything. You know, just the way that's that um, stage sounds is amazing, and we love playing there. You know, we really, really do. Well, you've told me before on one of the gigs that I've missed. 
you've gone, oh, you know what, that actually wasn't a particularly great. I remember you saying that one wasn't so great, so you didn't miss much kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. You're probably being like ridiculously humble with that, but you guys do sound good there. Mm, you know, I've, yeah, seen you, I've seen you play there a lot, and you sound it does work for you. Yeah, I think I think it resonates with what we're playing really well. You know, like I think because what we play is really sonic and mm. and i think um i was having a conversation with this um about this with a few people last night after the show like i think i think a little um a little uh accidental secret of ours is is with all the delays um they sort of they sort of compound on each other and create overtones yeah which is kind of like our sort of hidden vocal mm. you know it mm. creates these overtones which creates a whole another melody line you know and I think certain venues will will resonate with us better than others. And I think for some reason San Fran really resonates with what we do much better. You know, well, there was something very special from the first couple of tracks last night. Mm. I mean, you you've got these kind of, I guess, signature opening pieces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we do. They are like business cards for the band, yeah, though. Yeah. In that, in that, uh, you sort of reveal almost every trick you're going to play in yeah, the yeah. best possible way it's yeah. like you know so it's 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 um you're your own review it's like <laughs> if you don't like this yeah, yeah. you might as well leave might, now yeah, yeah, because yeah, this, this is what, is what gonna we're going to do <laughs> but yeah. I, I, again i mean that in a good you know yeah. the, then you go on to repeat yourself in yeah. interesting ways yeah, rather cool. than just doing the same thing but yeah. so last night i was it felt pretty special from the start and i was chatting with someone when it started and saying um you know it's not that these guys aren't great, all great musicians, because you are, but there's something that, you know, it's that epitome of the band being being bigger, larger than you guys, yeah, and yeah, that yeah. and that yeah. the the sound you end up making, a whole lot of better musicians than you, if there are, if they do exist, couldn't get that sound. Cool. You know, you've made yeah. a sound that yeah, I see, I see what you mean. Yeah. That's sort of. Um, you know, you couldn't go and make that sound with two other players. Yeah, you could yeah, make elements all. of it. Yeah, I couldn't. Couldn't. You're yeah. a, and you're a crucial component, mm-hmm. and so you could bring what you do. Absolutely, yeah. And uh, yeah, it's, it's yeah. definitely uh, um, some that's greater than its parts. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I hear you, man. Like there's, it is, it is like a, um, it is a serendipitous thing that you know that just happened when we started jamming you know like it's just I, and there's lots of bands out there that, that are like that like you know like Belter Space and HDU and um, and you know probably Slint even yeah. going, going all the way back to them you know like they were just four guys that were just gelled so amazingly in such a unique way you know what I mean and they ended up by influencing inspiring a whole genre you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. and they were like 18 years old you know yeah so i think there's certain people that get together musically and just have this i don't know like a synergy or something you know yeah. and we seem to have that you know so you you mentioned to me last night before you went on stage you got the 20th anniversary of the band yep. looming looming yep, yep. <laughs> coming up which and 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 i said in reply not many bands make it to 20 years these days and and not you know it's a very finite group that make it there without lineup changes yeah, and yep. you know disruption and completely changing you know whether you want to call it selling out or whatever <laughs> yeah, completely yeah, yeah, yeah. changing the sort of focus and flow of the music whereas you guys you can look back you can look back through your things and see everything's lined up correctly yeah, it's you know, quite every, linear yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. so You've t- told me this before, but just to clarify, so how did you guys hook up and how 
Cosmic was that first sort of jam and uh, well I mean me and me and Jay were were jamming from from high school you mm. know like um, I remember because I was you know I mean this is obviously from a personal um, perspective yeah. but I I had been like the, the the dude sitting on his couch you know playing Steve Vai and yeah. you know what I mean and um, and Jason Becker and stuff like that you know and, yeah, yeah. and, and, and sort of shredding shredding <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean and um and then I discovered music, you know. <laughs> um, I mean, you know, I think, you know, um, I mean, yeah, it's, it's multi multifaceted. I, mm. gr- I grew up with a with a father that that really loved uh, jazz and fusion, like uh, Mahavishnu Orchestra and uh, a lot of uh, you know, John McLaughlin stuff with you know Miles Davis and you know, Al Demiola, Alan Holdsworth. So I grew up with like a really uh, left field, yeah, quite musically challenging sort of upbringing yeah. musically, yeah, you know, and so I think I uh, that instilled the desire to do something different, yeah. you know, and and not go with yeah like a pop song or a rock song, a standard yeah, rock yeah. song. I was always always had this a desire to push something you know, outside the box. Um, so yeah, after after I after I sort of got over that whole shredding thing when you're a kid, you know. Um, I just go, I think grunge really really brought me back to songs. You yeah, know, yeah. You know, because you know, as as we were the age we were back yeah, in the yeah. early nineties, you know, and um, and I decided that you know I was like, man, I should I should you know stop just being a you know a, a guitar player on the couch and actually get a band together, you know. And I uh, went and saw Rich Richie Jackman at the shop at the Music Machine in Napier, where so many bands have been put together. Yeah, yeah. And um, and he says, oh, you know, you should um, check out uh, young Jason, you know. And he's only fourteen at the time. I think I was seventeen and he was fourteen. And um, yeah, and I, I gave him a call and we had a jam. And um, I could see straight away, man, this kid's awesome. Mm. And uh, we just started we just started jamming uh, like tool covers and stuff like that. And um, and we had a different bass player at the time. We went through eight different singers, so that that could have been. Um, a little tell of what was going to happen in the future. Yeah, yeah. And um, and then yeah, and funnily enough, ironically enough, um, very ironically actually, Morris was our last singer. <laughs> and uh, and we we were doing Tool and Helmet covers and and few originals. And, and he was just singing. He was just singing. Yeah, we had a different bass player. Yeah, and um, and it was cool, man. It was a cool little band. It was cool vaccine, and we and we we were starting to do a few uh, uh, originals that were. Toolish, you know what I mean? Yeah. Tooly sort of helmety sort of things, you know. Quite heavy, rocky stuff. And um and I kinda and by then I mean I started playing guitar when I was six, you know, and so by the time I was nineteen I was kinda over it, you know. I yeah, was kinda yeah. like I couldn't really see any way forward, you know. I was kinda sick of really standard stuff. Um and so I sort of I moved out to Auckland and started writing electronic music, you know. Kinda gave up on guitar altogether and um and I went and saw a Belter Space show, and and you know it blew my lights out, you know. As they did, as yeah. they as they did back in those days, you know, it really, really, you know, sort of gave me a whole new perspective. And then and then I saw, a, and then just before I moved back to Napier, I saw an HDU show. They were, they were playing with um, uh, Love's Ugly Children, mm-hmm. and it was just like right, you know, Tristan like fully showed me that you can. It was this whole sort of idea of um, 
of electronic music thinking with guitars mm. you know what I mean mm. and um and I was like oh fuck okay that's that's where you go you know um and yeah and and, and, I, and we moved I moved back to Napier and um and me Jay and Mori were like let's let's get this thing together where we just we just uh just organically create, you know what I mean? Like have no preconception, you know, like let's, so, let's let's not let's not try and fit in any rock sort of format or anything like we used to do, you know. And um and we just and we just freely sort of jam for yeah. hours and hours and hours. And so it was pretty Did awesome. you know he was already a bass player or was that something he'd gone well, off and Well Maury uh, like I used to I actually you know, I actually used to give him a few guitar lessons at yeah. high school, you know what I okay. mean? You know, like um show him a, show him the odd uh, real art chili peppers song and, <laughs> and things like that, you know. Which has and, helped hugely. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, <laughs> you know. Um so yeah, I mean it, it was just like we were always just really, really good mates, yeah. you know, and we had this yeah, we like right from the start um, he was, you know, he was into Godflesh, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. We, we started, yeah, we were all skating together right from, right from a really early age, you know, and, um, and I think that whole skating or skateboarding, um, ethos of, yeah. you know, it's really alternative and really progressive, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, and, and the, and the musical style sort of fits with the lifestyle, you know? And, and we were, you know, me and Mori always hit it off. On, on that whole Godflesh thing, you know. Yeah. So, um, and that's, I mean, you know, that's really, really, you know, where it really started from was 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 the Godflesh thing. Funnily enough, you know, we used to, we used to talk when we first started Jacob up about the uh, the ideal of Jacob at the time when we first started up was to cr- to blend Godflesh and Massive Attack. Right. And um, you know, you know, the groove and the ambience of and and the sort of textures of. Um, of massive attack with the, the brutal heaviness of Godflesh, mm. you know, and that's kind of what we ended up by doing. I was going to say that's, that's totally there, but mm. you know, the great thing about that is, if I wrote that down or someone writing about you wrote that down, it could seem hackneyed. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. it yep. could and it could not quite sum up mm. what we're actually doing. What you're yeah. doing, but yeah. as soon as you said that, then I was like. Yeah, that's totally what you do. You do combine elements yeah, of that. Yeah. You know, those two things are. Yeah. Those are like the light and shade of. Yeah. You know, the areas around and within where you work. Yeah. 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 Yeah, man. Well, it was actually you know kind of like a like a, a starting point. You know? Yeah. Like we were like let's combine Godflesh and, and. Which again comes that. back to this thing of not many bands being around for that long that yeah. that don't change the yeah, yeah, you know yeah, yeah, the, yeah. We're, still, we're still doing we're it still maybe, mining maybe we're just not capable of doing anything else but you know <laughs> <laughs> but um I, I don't know like I, I'm still loving what we're doing you know like we've definitely I mean I think all three of us over all that amount of time have definitely gone through periods where it's you know it's been hard work and you know you're sort of not not too not too fast on it or not too enthused about it but but it hit home for me last night um, that you know, when you, you guys aren't a band that do uh, a lot because because you don't have vocals, mm-hmm. you aren't a band that does a lot of on stage banter. But depending, you know, you'll, you'll grab them. Particularly, Morris will grab the mic and yeah, say a yeah, few things, yeah. and, and some some nights more than others. But yeah. last night, after a couple of songs, he goes, you know, great to be here, sort of thing. Um, one of our two favourite places in the world to play, mm-hmm. San Fran and Wellington, or um, what, what is that? Or Warsaw, Warsaw and Poland, yeah, and yep. and and what, what I got, got from that was these guys are from Napier. Yeah. Like 
you must be the only band from Napier or a small town in New Zealand that can say, oh, our two favourite places to play (laughs) are, you know, the the San Fran and Wellington, or if we can't play there, we also like playing in Poland. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? No, I just mean, fuck, that's so great. Like, that that is um, a summary of part of the thing I've always thought about you guys is it's it's like the little band that could you know it's oh, like cool, it's irrelevant that you live in Napier yeah. you know yeah. and and now okay now you know the last 10 years particularly people can make music from anywhere and they can send yep. it anywhere and yeah, all of the, that the world's but, a much smaller place yeah. but when you guys formed and you're still sort of true to how you know you've still, still sort of gone about things very much the same way mm. um you know, even when you guys were first getting kind of traction with 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 that first album and the early stuff, yeah. you know, there was still this, and you were really just playing in New Zealand. Yeah, but there yeah. was this thing of like, where are they from? Are oh, they from Napier? Fuck, what are they doing there? Yeah, like, yeah, why yeah, are they yeah, there? Yeah. Yeah. And and that's kind of cool too that you've you, you know, obviously you guys have all got families and things, mm-hmm. and and I'm sure that's a big part now of what that's a massive part of it. Yeah. Um, binds you to that mm-hmm. region too, but um you've just gone off and found ways to so can we explore a little bit how that's happened how have you gone from playing the cabana which you still play yeah, yeah, yeah. and as a spiritual home yeah, I would yeah. imagine yeah, most for, for you guys and a lot of Hawke's Bay musicians yeah. um, to playing in Warsaw and where else and, 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 and maybe we'll go about it by talking about um, the tour that you've just done yeah, the and then, let's get some of those stories rolling yeah, yeah. And, yeah, then yeah. We'll, and then we'll look back to how that's just part of your yeah. band story now. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I don't know, like, um, when we did, like you were saying, when we started getting traction with subsets, mm. sets, um, it was, it was, um, it was, it was strange, you know what I mean? Like, like I said, we just started off being, you know, like, I think I was 20 or 21 and, you know, Jay and Mori would have been 19, you yeah. know, like, we were just still kids, man. And, um, when we started up and we only really just had only just started, you know, a few months into it, and we recorded um, the first EP, you know, and um, like literally, I think we'd only been jamming for oh no, actually no, we had been jamming for a while. Um, that's right. And then Mori went to uh, Germany and Denmark for six months. So we'd been jamming for a couple of months, and he went over to Germany to hang out with his mate for six months, and then came back. And we kept jamming on the ideas that we had done beforehand, and then we recorded uh, an EP with um, with Dave Holmes because he had just inherited his um, his dad's studio, yeah, and was like basically still learning how to use it and stuff. And and you know he's a good mate of Jay's, and you know we, we, we sort of had all these ideas, and he was like, yeah, man, let's let's just you know record these things, and they were just like w- it was really freeform stuff at the time, and we were like I said, we're only been together, you know sort of eight months or so at that stage and um and yeah like we sort of recorded it like over a weekend and uh somehow we got a song or two to bfm i think someone said you should you should do that so we went okay we sent a song to i think a song called fortuitous to to bfm and um and then i got i got a text from a friend of mine a couple of weeks later saying that they were playing it on bfm i was like that's cool it kind of seemed surreal, you know, because like like I said, we were just mucking around you yeah, know, yeah. with a friend, you know, and it didn't really seem like a real thing, you know. We were just, you know, like the ideas that 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 became those songs were so fluid and and un 
finished until we actually recorded that time yeah. and that's how they became you know yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. how we play the song now you know um, so it didn't really seem like a, a finished product or anything but it ended up we ended up by releasing it and um, it ended up by getting nominated for five Bnet music awards yeah know? yeah and it was just all like really like <laughs> what yeah. you know we just sort of you know threw this thing together and I think at that point we were like oh okay I think we're onto something here yeah, you know? yeah. and um and then we, you know, so we started playing up in Auckland and down here in Wellington more often, and and the and the crowds just started getting bigger and bigger and bigger, you know, and um, yeah, and it just seemed kind of meteoric in in a way, you know what I mean, in a pretty small way. But it, it, like I said, it, at the time we were still just sort of mucking around and mm. didn't really feel like we're actually getting really too serious about this thing, you know. Mm. But it was really, it was more the reaction to that EP that sort of that made us get serious about it, you know. Yeah. Um, and then after after that we you know, we we sort of like okay we'll we'll start doing this um this album you know subsets and um and yeah once we'd finished that and we signed up with um Cog you know through Medium um to you know to release That's it right, yeah. nationally and um it just it, yeah it really just gained a whole another whole another leg you know and then that's when like MySpace started up you know what I mean and it, and we started you know. Mm seen like international interest you know yeah. what I mean it's just like okay okay maybe we could actually get ourselves out there you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. to an international audience and yeah it just seemed to really organically just keep stepping up keep stepping up you know one of the uh, immediate great things about making instrumental music is there's clearly no language barrier mm, right yeah, <laughs> it yep, translates yep. Yeah, yeah. instantly That's you know I mean I lo- know a lot of things do regardless you know yep. people but but that's um, an easy in, mm. in that sense that your, yeah, your music travels because yeah. there's nothing to be lost in translation yeah, at yeah. all yeah well that, I remember reading a review of um, a Hamilton show that we did you know right back at the start and uh, and that's and that's what the, the sort of main point of the of the review was that there was you know there's no language barrier yeah so it was kind of like it was and you've anybody's just, you know and you've just dispel- dispelled a wonderful myth you're a musician and you read reviews yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> because they always say yeah. they always say, they always yeah. say oh I don't pay attention yeah. but they always oh, but they do that's, that's a lie that's utter yeah. bullshit yeah 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 I mean it's 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 too intriguing you know yeah. what I mean like I couldn't I couldn't and how else can you form a selective memory yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah exactly <laughs> I can't remember that one <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no I mean it's it's too intriguing man to, I mean you know like if you truly didn't care what people thought of what you do, then you wouldn't be doing it. You know yeah, I mean? you'd it's be doing it not in that format. Yeah, that's right. You wouldn't be presenting home. it. I'd, I'd yeah. still be on the couch. Yeah, know, playing Steve Vai. Yeah, you know what I mean. So um, that's bullshit. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> let's just say that right now. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I, yeah, the whole the whole um, you know, I, and I remember when we when we started to get like um, uh, international online sort yeah. of interest. A lot of our friends were like, "Man, you got to get out of Napier," you know. Mm-hmm. And um, and and you know, before we had families, you know, we we were sort of planning to, you know, it was always like, "Okay, well, we'll just get to this level or this stage, and we'll we'll move somewhere," you know, like Auckland or whatever. Yeah, yeah, or or even further abroad. Yeah, right. Know? And um, and yeah, it just sort of, it, it never felt right, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was always like, "No, nah, man, this is our home," you know. 
and then you know we started having kids and it was just you know obviously from not an option yeah, then from, and from right there yeah no option we're staying here you know and yeah. it's it's i mean it's it's paradise man you know like yeah you know we were just talking about you know the, yeah, weather, yeah. the weather in napier for you know for example in the middle of winter it's yeah, still man, it's mild. 21 degrees yeah. you know <laughs> like there is no better place to bring up children you know what i mean but um and yeah, and like you said, it's our home, you know, yeah. and it's it's a really grounding base for us, you know, and yeah. we love it. And I guess in a way, um, I'm just sort of thinking about this now, but you know, I know there is a, I know there is an, uh, more than one music sort of scene in Hawke's Bay. Mm. There's lots going yep. on, yep. but it strikes me that um, you know you're not going to get. I mean, I, I've seen you guys play a few times at the, at the Cabana, and you know, you, you know, you're aware. You guys are sort of hometown heroes in a sense, but but I feel like what I'm trying to say is, I feel like probably not a whole lot of smoke gets blown up your ass in Hawke's Bay. No, which <laughs> no. is which is great. Yeah, you know, it's gra- is, grounding yeah. in a really yeah. good way. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. You guys go about your day jobs. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, yeah. Do your thing. No yeah. one knows who you are. Yeah, yeah. Apart from the people who know who you yeah. are, that yeah, you've yeah. become your fans. Yeah. And and your friends and that's really positive rather than yep. this sort of hype and bullshit yeah, yep, that happens yep, yeah, yeah, and, and, and kills bands yeah man for sure dude and you know and I've seen I've seen that happen to yeah. bands I've, yeah. I've definitely seen that happen to bands where they've you know they've been living in a place where they've been getting a lot of smoke blown up their yep. ass and yeah and it's and it's affected them yeah yep. um, hell man like you, you couldn't you couldn't be any kind of rock star in Apia you'd get, yeah. you'd get laughed at and spat yep. out man you know yep. what I mean like yeah I mean, you know, like you know, I you know, people come and see me at the at the music shop that I work at, you know, yeah. and um, you know, and and we we talk about pedals and yeah, yeah, and yeah. amps and 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 cool stuff, you know, and it's you know, and we're on on the same level, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. there's no there's no bullshit, man. There's yeah. no rock and rock and roll bullshit. It's just we're musos that that play music, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right. There's there's I mean, there's a lot of different sort of sub scenes in Napier, yeah. in Napier but um but it is quite a community you know yeah, I mean? yeah like that's a, right like a really healthy um musical community yeah which I think is really cool because it seems like in places like here in Wellington and up in Auckland it's quite fractured you yes, know what I mean yes. and, and it's it's kind of clicky yes yeah. and political yeah and, yeah, 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 <laughs> and, yeah, and, yeah and stupid and painful in some ways painful yeah yeah, 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 as, yeah. as scenes yeah, tend yeah, to be yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. right so yeah so I mean yeah that's the beauty uh, yeah again another another beauty of, of nature yeah yeah, is, yeah. Is, you know it's, it's just keep on doing what you guys want to mm. do yeah man it's grounding as yeah. yeah yeah so first steps to play overseas um, how did it happen first? Um, You're getting this interest. You've got like yeah, we had, we had MySpace clicks and yeah, yeah. things like that. Yeah, I, think getting, it, I think at the time... You were actually channeling, watching it and going, wow, this person in you know, Germany likes yeah, us. This yeah, person man, in yeah. Norway, they're not you know, in Hastings or whatever. They're, <laughs> yeah, in, they're in Scandinavia. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think at the time we had, um, I don't know, 10,000 followers on MySpace. Yeah. And we were just like, holy shit, this yeah. is getting kind of crazy. <laughs> it's getting you know? big, yeah, yeah. And um, I, I think um, how it how it happened was um, I mean it was it was crazy man like I, I remember seeing um, like bands would come up you know and, and I'd always be checking out you know new bands on MySpace that was a good thing about that 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 website you know you, it was really good for discovering new stuff and I'd be checking out bands you know like from Norway or from Chicago or yeah. from London or. Yeah. 
or Budapest, you know what I mean? And, yeah, yeah. And some of them, you know, and you, you know, and it was cool because it would have all their influences, you know, so you yeah, can yeah. see, you know, what they were listening to at the time, and you know, and from time to time, you know, the influences would be like Mogwai, um, Sega Ross, and Jacob. You yeah. Know? And I was like, holy shit, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. This, this band in London is saying Listing that you guys. <laughs> it's one of their influences. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? It was it was quite surreal, you know. Yeah. And um. Yeah, we got interest uh, from a festival in Denmark called Formanova, and and we also um, met a guy called um, George Ledesma, and uh, from from a Chicago band called Defender. He came over with um, and sort of hung out with the, the guys from Meter Man, who used to be on Midium as well. And we sort of played a few shows with with him and, and them, and we became really good mates. Um, and he always said, you know, come over to Chicago, you know, yeah, you know, the people love you over there. And, um, and yeah, because that's an interesting mm, music oh, scene. Man, it's yeah. a great scene yeah, in yeah, Chicago. Yeah. Man, I love that place. It's actually like a really big Wellington, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. In, in my opinion, but um, and at the same time uh, Tom Dalton who's been really 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 awesome to us and um, he was managing the um, the Datsuns and the Datsuns were really going off big time yeah. over in England at the time and uh, they were all living over there and Tom uh, they've, they've got a little record label of their own called Hell Squad Records and Tom wanted to release uh, Semaphore from Cale Drew on Hell Squad yeah. and he did a little 7 inch and released it over in London and stuff, and we we're getting really good reviews from from that. And yeah, we'd, we'd actually like the Wire had reviewed, um, I think even they reviewed the first EP somehow, right? You know, wow. and um, and had given subsets a really good review and stuff. So we knew, you know, there was really yeah. really good interest over there. And I think Tom did as well. So he, so when we got this interest from this 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 um, Danish festival, uh, I think Tom was like, okay, well, you know. While we're at Wally over this way, come over to, to England and do a few shows, or I'll organise a few shows for you, you know. And of course, you know, we're like, okay, well, George said come over to Chicago, so how about we do a big round trip, you know. And so our first excursion um, over, you know, over, overseas was straight to Chicago, yeah. you know. And, um, and we played a couple of shows, and we um, our second show was with, um, it's weird. Our second show was at a place called the Subterranean in Chicago, and this was, oh man, what year? Two thousand four, maybe. Um, and it was a, was with a band called Dakota Dakota, who um, who became a band called Russian Circles um, a couple of years later, and um, a band called Chord, which was. Um, a really amazing band made up of a whole bunch of other bands and a band called Pelican. Yeah, man, and they're, you know, and, you know, Pelican and Russian Circles are, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> are that... really amazing bands, yeah. you know what I mean? And, like, because it turned out that, you know, that um, the guys from Pelican were big fans of ours, you know what wow. I mean? Like, it was, you know, we met them at the first show, which was this tiny little show at this really weird little bar, but, um, yeah, yeah, we still didn't even know who they were, you know, we didn't even know who Pelican was and stuff, but, but George was like, man, these guys are really, really great, yeah, you know, yeah. I've, I've organised a, a show with you guys in a couple of nights, you know, with these guys, and well, um, it was all really new to us, man, you know, and, and it was amazing, you know, to see the other bands, you know, that were really starting to do things, you mm. know, and places like America were like really digging what we're doing, 
Um, and then we went over to uh, the festival in Denmark, and it was really amazing, really, really amazing. We were there for three days because it's a three-day festival, and it's like an all-in-one festival where you, you stay at the at the venue, and there's you know, and um, everyone's just sort of. It's a really relaxed, yeah. sort of chill, sort of sort of thing. It wasn't a really big one, you know, just a, maybe a few hundred people, but it was really, really, really nice sort of environment. And we stayed with everyone and all the bands. And and the night we played, um, we had to go on after a band called After Clang, who are really amazing. And you know, again, we hadn't even heard of of them. And they just blew our mind, man. Yeah. Like they were incredible. And we had to go on after them. <laughs> it was yeah. just like, oh man, really. Um, and then after we played a band called Amina played um, who are the string section for Sigur Rós you know? um, that's their own little band yeah, yeah, the, the yep, four girls yep, yeah. Yeah. and um, and they were amazing and then yeah. uh, and after that Scanner played you know what I mean and mm. um, you know it was you know it was like it was incredible man mm. it was a really uh, just eye opening sort of inspiring sort of you know excursion and then the next day we were on the plane with Scanner you know what I mean you know who's <laughs> Who's a legend, you know, yeah, he's a total yeah. legend. And yeah. he was telling us how he, he was um, in the middle of recording a, a song that was going to be the anthem for the EU. And it was just <laughs> wow. like, man, what's going on here, you know? And um, and, there, and then, yeah, we, we, we did a bunch of shows um, sort of throughout London and stuff that Tom had organised for us, which were really amazing, you know? Um, but this yeah. is, this is I mean, you're telling it now, but this is your story. This, this keeps happening with this band is that... Um, you meet your heroes and yeah. find out that they're fans. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, and um, we'll get to the. You've, you've told this many times, I know, but we'll get to the tool thing in a mm. minute. But mm. and I wanted to bring that up again, just because hearing you talk, you know, like mm. here, you know, when you met Jason, we're jamming on tool covers, and yeah, then yeah. and then those first originals you're writing are sort mm. of totally tool songs. Yep, yeah, 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 yeah. Tool, little, so. little tool songs yeah, that yeah. don't quite yeah. aren't quite tool songs. Yeah, 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 yeah. pretty much, man. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So this just keeps happening for you guys, mm. which is um, obviously the very epitome of cool yeah, <laughs> for, yeah. You, for you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yep. Most definitely. And, and humbling and amazing and fascinating, yeah. right? Yeah, well, I mean, I think that the whole the whole way we've gone about it is, um, well, we've done a lot of support with some really amazing bands. Yeah. And, um, and we've never we've never asked, you know, like, it's it's yeah. really weird. I mean, like, we've, we've just... I mean, you know, we're not. I mean, we're not really uh, out there seeking the stuff. You know what I mean? Like, like when ISIS got in touch with us, I, I had heard of them um, because a lot of people had, and uh, like overseas when we had reviews, a lot of people had, had compared Made us. Made the comparison, them, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I sort of, and I was like, man, I better check these guys out because everyone keeps comparing us yeah, to them, yeah. you know. And um, and at first, uh, you know, I, I was like, oh, okay, man. And you, you know? could just Google ISIS then. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know that. Yeah, yeah, without, yeah, without someone to <laughs> without being on a watch list. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And um, I was like, oh wow, man, these guys are awesome. You know what I mean? Like. Um, but I mean, you know, that's that's uh, that's all it was, you know what I mean. And then yeah. we got, and then they were coming here, and they got in touch with us and said, you know, you guys want to come and you know support us. We're like, yeah, yeah. for sure, you know. And um, and then we, you know, we just hit it off right away, you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah. We become good mates, and then and they were like, okay, we you know we're off to Europe. Do you guys want to come, you know? And yeah, okay, you know. And that's the same thing with Tool, you know, like. I mean, it was through ISIS. We're, yeah. pl- we're playing. Um, 
a couple of years after that European tour with them, um, they decided to call it quits, you know, fortunately in some ways. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and uh, back in 2010, and they wanted us to come with us on their last American tour. Yeah. And um, which was, you know, quite an honour, man. I mean, they were a fucking amazing band. Yeah, you know? yeah. And it's a it's a tragedy that you know that they've broken up. But anyway, I mean, they've all gone on to do really amazing things, you mm, know? Mm. like Aaron Turner with Sumac and. And the rest of them with palms, you yeah. Know? But um, anyway, um, so yeah, we we you know we, we were stoked to be on that, and um, and it was a really amazing tour just up and down the west coast. And the last show was in LA, you know, their home show. Mm. And um, yeah, we were just because um, Aaron Harris, the drummer from from Oasis, um, he was he was he was our sound man for the tour, yeah. which was amazing, man. Like that dude, man. He was, yeah, he's an incredible guy. Like, he was, he was, you know, A, playing in ISIS, the headlining yeah, yeah. act, and he was B, driving one of the vans and kind of tour managing, <laughs> and and C, he was he was our sound man for the tour. You know, it was like, wow. man, like, really? But anyway, um, yeah, incredible dude. And, um, and we were talking with him backstage before the show, you know, and I think it was quite a, quite a heavy show for those boys you know because it yeah, was yeah. their last show their last home show I think they went over and did a few more shows um, over on the east coast which were the actual last shows but it was their last they were winding show. down and yeah it was, it was their last home, show at home show yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah with all their mates and all that sort of stuff yeah. and it was pretty I think it was pretty emotional actually for those boys mm. so we're having a talk with Aaron and um, and his girlfriend Alexandra backstage, you know, a few minutes before we're going going on, and Adam Jones walked in. Yeah, you know, and like I just about shit bricks, man. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, like honestly, <laughs> I, like ever since I was fifteen, sixteen, you know, I've idolised that guy. Yeah, you know, like re- truly idolised that guy. You know, yeah. um, super, super amazing, creative dude. You know, like not just what he does musically, but I mean what he does visually. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like he he did the the visual effects for um well he's part of the visual effects team for Terminator Two, you know. Mm, you remember mm. how groundbreaking that was. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean that was that was him man, you know. Like, and even people who and I'm a little bit like that now, I would say have fall fall or fell out of love with Tool. Yeah. Part of the appeal of Tool and I was a big fan yeah. was their videos, their yeah, visual man. aesthetic, yep, yep, their, their yep. album cover mm, artwork. Their whole package. You that's know? right. And yeah. and the music. But yeah. and all of that stuff supporting the music. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, just yeah, super, super creative yeah. plugged in dudes, you know. Yeah. And um Yeah, he walked in and he was like Jacob, you know, and we're like, ah yeah <laughs> <laughs> holy shit, you know. And he yeah, you know, he basically said, you know, you know, I love you guys. I love what you guys do. Do you guys want to come on tour with us? You know? Wow! And honestly, it just—it was so surreal. Like, yeah. was, like at the time, I was thinking this cannot be happening. You yeah. know. And um, as it turned out, our—we um, we had only got a—we'd spent about five grand in two months getting a, a visa just for those two weeks with ISIS. And that visa ran out the next night at, at midnight. And we had a flight <laughs> leaving at 11 p.m. the next night. You know, so we eked it out as much as we could. Yeah. Um, and I and, you know, and we said to Adam, yeah, man, so keen, you know. Yeah. When 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 does it start? And he goes next week. Oh. And we had to say no. We had to turn tool down, man, because you know there's no way we could mm. get back the next, mm. you know, and get a visa sorted in time. God. So that was monumentally devastating. Yeah. You know? But um, yeah, man. But I mean, yeah, we played a, a really awesome show that night, you know. And, and the and, connection was made. And the connection was made, you know. And yeah, we had we were drinking with with um, with the ISIS guys and Adam and Danny Carey, you know, yeah. that night, you know. And Adam said, you know, well, look, 
you know, we've got a we've got a rehearsal tomorrow. Why don't you guys come and come and hang out? Uh, you know, and again, talking is surreal. You know, yeah. like, so the next day we're in the in the van with Aaron and a, a few others, and and you know, we turn up and we're at this complex, this rehearsal complex, and um, yeah, the, and we could hear them playing Intolerance. You know, and and we're you know, well, we should wait till they're finished. You know, and you know, knock on the door, and Adam. Answers yeah. the door and he's like, "Oh, come in, guys!" You know, and <laughs> you know, it's just it was a completely mm. surreal experience. You mm. know what I mean? And um, it was cool, man. It was really, really, really amazing. You know, and yeah, the connection was made, and we ended up by uh, ended up by playing with them a couple of times. You know, so you opened for them in Australia. Yep. Yeah, they were doing some um, some side side shows from from the big day out that they were they were headlining and um, we we supported on those yeah. yeah and then and then a couple of oh the next year the year after or maybe two years later can't remember now uh, two years later I think it was um, they came over here and did a couple of shows at Victor Arena and we yeah. supported them there as yeah. well yeah yeah mm. wow so and then this time we're talking is the the difficult third album yeah, third yeah. album fourth, Long, album fourth album yeah yep the difficult fourth album for Jacob which mm. took eight years yeah well I mean yeah it, it, it didn't take eight years yeah yeah, it, yeah. It, but, it, but it was but, well, eight it, years it did yeah. in the public's yeah. perception yeah, yeah, it, it yeah, was yeah, eight yeah. years yeah. between yeah, yeah. records yeah and um so you've got all the, all these experiences happening. Your, mm. your audience is building. You're touring internationally. Mm. You're finding that the bands you idolised are not only aware of you, they dig you too. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> and, and you're getting amazing. these opening mm. slots for basically a roll call of your influences yeah. and yep. bands you're just being turned onto that mm. you're digging. Yep. Um, so all of that's happening. The music for the fourth Jacob album is sitting there in mm. bits and pieces. Yep. Um, what else goes on and goes wrong? You get injured. Yeah, well, I mean... That's a big part of the story. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, like, because we released um, Solace back yeah. in 2006, you know, and, and I think, I think, the, I mean, I, personally speaking, I, I think, um, you know, we're talking, I said earlier that we were sort of contemplating doing a move somewhere, yeah. you know, because, you know, we knew that there was this was potentially something we could do, you yeah, know, yeah. kind of full, maybe full time and, and and really give it a real good shot, you know. Mm. And um, and I kind of didn't feel like we were ready until we did Solace, you know what I mean? We, yeah. After we did Solace, it was like, yeah, okay, man, you know, I think, you know, we're on the world stage. We yeah, could be, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was like, yeah. yeah, okay, we can, yeah, man, this is this is this is an album that we can really, you know get behind and 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 get into you know yeah. and um and we did we did a couple of a couple of tours with um a band called cog over in oz mm. um just after that just after we released that and and, and that was cool man like they they're awesome dudes really good dudes man and um and it was a fun tour you know and it was again they're a really good live band really really shit hot live band and um and just when you play with bands like that it makes you step up, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think, um, I think it's, it's cool if you're headlining to get, you know, to get a really great band that will kick your ass and make you step up a little bit, you know, and, um, and, you know, and playing with bands like them and ISIS, um, always made us step up, you know, which I think in turn made them step up. So each night we played, you know, we'd mm. just be, you know, 
trying to uh, not trying to outdo each other, but just sort of getting inspired by each other to you know to step up a notch. Yeah, you know? yeah. Just to kick it up a gear, you know, and um, so that was cool. And um, and we and we played with uh, another American band called Thrice as well. They, uh, again, another American, a really a quite you know big American band yeah. that um, sort of got in touch with us because they're yeah. fans it was yeah it's just it was weird you know and so we're playing with some really great bands that were really inspiring us to sort of you know like i said kick it up mm. gear. and then um and then we did those isis shows and they invited us over to um europe i mean no, this is all in the space of two years so yeah. we're actually doing quite a lot that's right post post solace we're doing shitloads of touring yeah, yeah, actually. Yeah. plus our own tours here in new yeah. zealand and over in australia actually and um and we did a really amazing tour with ISIS in Europe, and um, and it was really successful for us. You know, like it put, you know us as a band, just because of the reactions from the, from the from the crowds. You know, I remember the first show we um, <laughs> it was in Hamburg, and we our flight was um, from Auckland to San Francisco, and then it was supposed to go from San Francisco on KLM, which is the Dutch Airways, through. Amsterdam and then then to um, Hamburg, but we got to San Francisco and the KLM flight to um, Amsterdam had been cancelled. Yeah, and so there was like three hundred and fifty people freaking out, going, well, "What's what going on?" You know? yeah. And so there was, you know, it was a huge, big, mass horde of people freaking out, trying to figure out what's going to happen because we, you know, everyone mm. had connecting flights and stuff, and and um, and you know, and it, it was kind of really frantic, and we finally got it sorted that we could get a flight through Paris. And then on to Hamburg, but it meant because there was a long stopover in Paris that we're only going to get to the to the venue forty or so minutes before the before the gig. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was like, oh shit, you know. So you know, we, we had to we had to literally run to make the plane, you know, which was um, a precursor to things that would that would come. <laughs> and um, and you know, and we we you know got on the plane and you know stopped over in Paris, and then we you know got to um, Hamburg, and uh, we we're we we're waiting for our gear. You know, um, to come through, and our our pedal boards, thankfully, turned up. You know, came yeah. out, and our and our bags and J snare and stuff, um, and we strapped the guitars together so it would be one one piece, and it just wasn't there, you know. And and we're, so we went, and, you know, we had the tickets, and we said to the the chick at the reception, you know, can you track this for us? And she said, oh, it's still in San Francisco. And so we've got 40 minutes to get to the venue, and we yeah, we meet our our sound man slash tour manager, you know, mm. Lou Flanagan, who's you know actually Christophe Mignon, but you know everyone called him Lou. <laughs> awesome French dude, you know, like a really really cool guy and mm. a super great sound man. And when he's and we're like, hey man, nice to meet you. We uh, we haven't got any guitars, you know, <laughs> and we've got 40 minutes to get to the venue. It was crazy, man. So we we get there. And um, the ISIS guys are like, oh, shit, you know, you're, you're late, you know, and we're like, and we tell them the story. And and the other the other support band was a really amazing French band called Kill the Thrill, a really good band, man, really blew my lights out. And we had to say to them, you know, can we borrow a guitar, you know? And you know, so it was a quick restring, you know, and and it was completely nothing like I'd yeah. play. And um, and like Lou had picked up the back line in Amsterdam on the way through from France, you know, to Hamburg. Mm. So we'd never like even tried out the back line before. So it was yeah. literally put it straight up on the stage while everyone was there, and just literally plug in and go. You know, there's there's there was barely a line check. You know what I mean? Which is which is what people who 
go to gigs but don't know a thing about yeah think, think happens yeah, some yeah. people actually think well just plug it and play yeah 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 it's just <laughs> yeah. like okay like yeah I've yeah. literally never hit, played these amps before I <laughs> yeah. hope they sound good you know what I mean it was it yeah. was insane um, and because we were late you know we only we only had time for four songs and um, at the end of the fourth song um, I think there was about 1100 people there in Hamburg at this really amazing venue in an old war bunker and like the whole crowd was just going Jacob, Jacob, wow. Jacob and we were just like and I remember I'll never forget walking backstage and seeing Aaron Harris from Isis just going motherfuckers look at you boys yeah. you know what I mean you know you just turned up imagine what you, you know, could do borrowed, with your own guitar yeah 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 you know <laughs> and they were just like fuck yeah man and we were like wow okay you know again it just yeah wow it just seemed to just happen like that you know we, we, like, we were just <laughs> frantically trying to get something happening you know yeah so that really blew our mind, actually, you know, mm. to see the reaction. And it was kind of like that for the rest of the tour for us. And um, and that's when we really realised, shit, man, like, you know, we, we, you know, we should be doing this We're, much more yeah, often. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we've actually got a following here, you know. Yeah. Um, and then, um, so at the, at the time, Isis and other bands like Pelican and Mono and a whole bunch of other really, really amazing sort of bands in, in our sort of rough genre. Mm. We're on a label called... You, you mean all the bands that hate being called post-rock? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, genre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's so true, man. It's so true. Because they all hate it, right? <laughs> it's true. But yeah, because... Yeah, anyway, that's a whole other... That's a <laughs> whole other conversation. Yeah, yeah, that is actually. Yeah. Anyway, mm, that, we should get to that. But... um. Yeah. <laughs> But they were all on a band, on a label called Conspiracy Records, which were which were like a really um, really awesome label, man. Mm. You know, like they like I said, great bands, and they're really good people. Dave and Yoris, you know, uh, were really cool dudes. Really loved the music, man, and really passionate, and um, and really got behind the bands, and it was really cool. And Dave, um, who was like the head guy there, really really loved Solace. Like he kept telling me it was his favorite album and stuff, you know. So they really wanted to sign us and do it an album with us and get us back to Europe after that ISIS tour and so it was all like really just go forward and really good you know mm. everything was you know really bright on the horizon and um, so we finished that tour and it was really awesome and we came back and we started like writing stuff you know with with further you know what I mean because we're you know, yeah yeah it you, was all go you know you could see your goal yeah man yeah on and, the horizon and um yeah. and my wrist started getting really sore and like really 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 sore and um and it was getting worse and worse and uh yeah and it turned out that um i had a elongated ulna bone which um which is you know the this bone yeah here which connects all the all, it's it's basically the the linchpin for all the all the other little bones around it which have got all the ligaments and tendons connected to it you know and it's basically tearing the ligaments that that connect to other bones you know what i mean and so it was massively painful and i needed surgery um yeah so um so i i I couldn't play guitar for a, a year basically so all those plans you know like recording the album going back to europe all that sort of stuff just simply had to stop you know and so even if we park what Jacob's got going on, mm. that sort of news for someone who plays the guitar mm-hmm. is yeah. flat Dev- out devastating anyway. It is, it is like the death of a relationship. Yep. It is like 
the death of a loved one. Yep. You know, it is like a, a vicious mm. breakup, yeah, right? Yeah. People, people might not understand that. Yeah, it was heinous. So yeah. there's that, and and you've got these plans. You yeah, know, yeah, you've yeah. got this stuff you can yeah. you can almost touch. Yeah, can, yeah. Oh man, it was uh, yeah, absolutely right there. Yeah, but I just you just yeah, but it was yeah, it was devastating, man. It was beyond devastating, you know. Mm. And you know, and really frustrating for the other two. You know what I mean? And I felt really bad. You know about that too you know so you take that on board you yeah know? yeah i mean fortunately for me personally you know like me and um my girlfriend we you know had had a, a baby girl our first baby girl you know so in a way yeah, it was, you know, there was some yeah man uh, yeah that that kind of huge really, joy that yeah man absolutely man also so, occupied your absolutely you know, time and mind and yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, man, and, and, and it gave me gave me a whole bunch of you know just like really focused father time, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. for a whole year, which was awesome, man. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, cause in, in a way, it was it was you know, th- there's always this you know silver lining, right? Dads kind of need that in a way too yeah. to be t- well, not all, I can't speak for all, but yeah. it's pretty great to be told, no, no. Yeah. Park up on the bench, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and learn this, cause, yeah, 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 This yeah. is fucking cool. This is really fucking yeah, cool, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's better than everything else, to yeah. be honest with you. But anyway, yeah. um, so yeah, so that was actually that was actually really cool in that sense. But in a musical sense, in a band yes. sense, it was it was devastating. So how important is it that looking back now that your bandmates are these great friends too? Mm. Because like oh, you've, you, as you essential. said, it's devastating for them. Mm. You've killed their dream for yeah, a bit, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and they also f- feel bad for you because yeah, yeah. you're you're in pain and, the, and, yeah. and they recognise what it means to you mm. but you guys aren't just in this to go off and make money and be a band you guys mm. are in it for a whole yeah. for a lot longer and a whole bunch of other reasons yeah yeah well for each other yeah. you know what I mean yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, first and foremost you know what I yeah. mean like like you're saying at the start, you know what I mean. Like it's it's the synergy between us, yeah, right? It's bigger you know? than it's bigger than our parts, you know yeah. what I mean. So we know that if we were to even think about replacing one of the others, it wouldn't happen. You yeah. know what I mean? Because yeah. it wouldn't be that connection. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And that's how it works, you know. Um, so I don't think there was ever any any even thought of that, you know. And they, so they with time they found some things to do musically. Yeah, man. Yep, Jason yep. went and played drums with Tiki, Tiki Tana. Yep, yep. yep. And um, and Mori got his solo project Desbot together. Yeah. Yep. And so that yeah they they kept busy you know. Yeah. Um, and they're doing some great things. And you they've know? got families and things yeah, too. That's the yeah, one. Yep. yep. And um and then so yeah I think um by the end of two thousand nine. Early 2010, I, oh yeah, early 2010, I could basically play guitar again. Yeah. Um, and that's when ISIS came yeah, back so over again. Yeah. And we played a show here and then up in Auckland. And then that's when, it, yeah. I remember Aaron Harris sort of saying to me at the time, you know what I mean? Like they've got a, they're thinking about doing an American tour in a few months, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, like, well, they weren't thinking about it, they were sort of planning it, you know, at the yeah. time. And, um, and you know, would we be keen, you know? And I was like, well, hell yeah, you know. Um, we didn't know at the time it was going to be their last tour. Yeah, you know? yeah. But, um, but, yeah, so, I mean, you know, so it was like, okay, and it was like, so the, the shows, and I think we did a couple of shows of our own, and then straight over to, you know what I mean? So it was, we were always, you know, and then that's when yeah. we, we met the tour guys, you know what I mean? It was, so we, we were really busy. I mean, a lot of people, yeah. like, like a lot of, I've done a lot of interviews, especially with the overseas you know online magazines and stuff yeah. like that over the last couple, few years especially since signs you know yeah 
and they're like, you know, so um, how was your eight-year break? You know, yeah. it was just like, <laughs> yeah. man, it was wasn't much of a break, man. You know, like we were actually really busy, you know. But um, so yeah, and then you know, and we so we started building up some ideas, um, and we started tracking um, at Roundhead signs in uh, October 2011 you know yeah after like like I said after you know um, touring with with ISIS and and Tool you know and um, yeah yeah it, it, it was it was it was we were sort of gung-ho about about signs you know yeah. what I mean like with Solace um, I remember driving up to Auckland uh, with Mori and uh, at the time, we had two written songs, yeah, and a bunch of these ideas. Yeah, right? we're just going to turn this into an album, and it was just, and we were laughing about yeah. it. It's just like, man, <laughs> this should be interesting, you know. <laughs> and um, and you know, and and we, you know, we started with the two two tracks that we had written first, you know, mm. and we scrapped them straight away. <laughs> and um, funny, eh? And, uh, and and basically we just developed those songs in, yeah. the, in the studio, you know, um, like all those songs that ended up on, on Solace. And and songs like Saint was just, it was just a jam. You yeah. Know what I mean, it was just like a live jam. Yeah. You know, and um, so yeah, ah, man, we, we thought, well, <laughs> we'll do the same thing. We'll just do the same thing, right? That's how we yeah. work best, right? Yeah. You know? um, but unfortunately, we um, you know we, we took for granted the the conditions. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. We've been working with Dave for yeah fifteen years. You know? Yeah, yeah. So, well, something like that. Anyway, twelve years, and um, you know, and we're good mates, really yeah, good yeah. mates. You know yeah. what I mean? And we knew how each other works. You know what I mean? Dave knew what we were after, and he knew how to get it, and we were comfortable with him. You know, and so we just you know we just let it go you know yeah, what I mean yeah. unfortunately we didn't take into consideration the fact that we were working with a different engineer who were you know we were good mates with he was um, John Gardner. he was the uh, we met him he was ISIS's sound man on that European tour and yeah super good dude you know but um, you know didn't know him as well as we did Dave and you know was probably you know not as free with doing what we did mm. you know and it was the first time we were in an expensive studio. We'd always recorded wherever Dave was, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so that whole thinking about how much per hour we're, we're spending, you know, <laughs> um, I think weighed a bit on, on your yeah, minds, you know. Yeah. So a whole combination of a whole bunch of things. And, you know, and, and sure, man, like the, the, the songs were undercooked, like I said, you know what I mean? And um, and the fact that we're sort of a bit a bit uptight about all those those new conditions it just didn't really lend for, yeah. for it happening like it did with Solace you know so yeah so we spent a lot of money on those well, you've first gone sessions from, you've gone from being open to possibilities and mm. no expectations to yeah. to the almost the opposite you know yeah, like yeah. to the, the weight of your own yeah, expectations, yeah. expectations is quite enormous yeah, it was it was it was actually daunting yeah you know, you know and I remember like you know like getting messages you know going man I can't wait for this new Jacob yeah. it's going to yeah. be fucking amazing and yeah. I'd be thinking really is it I, I hope so you know like <laughs> that's the problem you know like yeah. a, a bit of success can be actually quite detrimental sometimes you know what I mean like because it's just like like you say you know yeah. up until then it was just like 
you've got no expectations you're just doing it because you love it you know? yeah. and then all of a sudden it becomes this you know everyone's expecting something yeah. great from you you know yeah. and once people start expecting great things from you I mean I suppose it depends what kind of person you so are the, but. the curse of the hit single yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. exists outside of just the pop charts Hell right yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, when yeah. you when you do something that's perceived to be your version of the hit single yeah 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 which Solace was, man. Yeah, you know that's, what I mean? what, like, that's what I mean. It's like that's the breakthrough. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was sort of regra- regarded, you know, from a, a lot of lot of uh, people and things as like a great post yeah. post rock album. You yeah. Know? <laughs> and it's that post rock thing, you know. And uh, I was like, shit, how do we follow this up, you know? And um, yeah, I think, I mean, you know, I, I, again, I can only ever sp- speak personally. You know, personally, I felt that quite heavily. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, the the weight of it and the expectation of it, you know. Mm. And 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 personally, I sort of you know uh, took it took it on board, you know, because it was our as our futures, or not not our futures, you know. What I mean, it's just a band, dude. It's just music, you know what I mean. Mm. But it was just like, well, if we want to continue doing this, you know what I mean. I don't want to. Right, like with a lot of bands, you know, I'm not going to name them, but I mean, um, a lot of bands that I've really dug, um, they've got to a point and they've you know they've released a couple of really great albums and then. And you get really excited about the next one because you know you've really loved the first couple or mm. however many, and then you listen to the next one and you're like, mm. you well, know I, what I mean? I, and I didn't want I didn't want our next album yeah. to be one of those albums. You know? Well, I'm thinking about it, and I, I'm just sort of uh, wondering. This is the first time I've I've tried to articulate this or, or actually think about it, but I feel like it might be harder for instrumental combos mm. Mm. because you know, like people can you know. There kind of is no coming back from a shit album, but like if people make something that's ultimately not as good as their previous record, song-wise, it might have the one, mm. well, the one good song that carries yep. it or something. Yeah, yeah. Like and and with lyrics and mm-hmm. vocals, yep. people can attach to people, that. People can get behind. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that can be that can be a runaway. But it, it seems unlikely that that could happen with you know an all instrumental record. It's yeah, either yeah. it's either better than the thing before yeah, it yeah, and yeah. bigger and yep. a different journey. Yeah. Or it's not as good, and yeah, if yeah. it's not as good, you kind of sunk, right? Yeah, yeah, that's, sort of, it, it, that's really what you're saying. It is, man. It is, and yeah, it, and I've seen it happen to bands. Yeah, you know what I mean, in our genre. Yeah, and um, and yeah, I was, I was, you know, if I was to be brutally honest, I was quite fearful of that. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, um, so yeah, I really, really felt that that pressure quite intensely, you know, and it was it's really hard work because I, I remember. Going to LA to mix it with with Aaron Harris from ISIS, you know, and um, and realizing over there, shit, this isn't it. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I'm in LA. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean with you know with my mate Aaron, <laughs> and it's just like, oh shit, this isn't it, man. We've got it wrong. Yeah, uh, which is pretty devastating, man. Mm. You know what I mean. And um, so yeah, that whole process was really hard work, and it, it took a massive toll on on me personally. You know, but I yeah. mean, I mean, it's funny. Like, it got to the point where you know the other boys and like Tom Dalton you know um and all my good friends you know like Ryan and yeah and Paul were just going mate just okay just put a cap on it actually yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. just yeah you know, it's finished and I'm like oh you know I don't oh no no it's not you know but I mean yeah it's okay let's 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 do this let's let's master it and, and put it out and honestly at the time I was so involved with it so massively heavily involved with it that I hated it at yeah. the time you know it just doesn't didn't seem right so I couldn't get over 
the the you've lost analysis. Yeah, I've lost yeah. all perspective. You know, it's, I'd overanalyze which ha- which, every second of it. Which happens to most people making absolutely art at some point. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Like, I mean, yeah, I mean, everyone, writers, painters, I've, I've seen all musicians with, yeah, yeah. with Radiohead men mm. you know, who make the greatest music, and mm. it seems that that's been the case with every one of them. Worrying about whether In Rainbows is going to be good or not I, seems mate, fucking absurd. It's totally fucking absurd. It's one of the greatest went, albums of all I time. I they went through that. Yeah, yeah. they did. Yeah, and, and there's interviews sort of yeah. stating that. You yeah, know? and. Um, I mean, it's the same for Solace. Like, I remember finishing that, you know, again, you know, I, I was got really personally involved with that one as well. And I yeah. remember, I remember my girlfriend at the time when we just finished mixing it, um, and yeah, in that in that space between mixing, uh, or mastering and releasing it, she really loved it, and she would always be playing it. And honestly, it used to make me f- feel physically sick. Yeah, I, wow. I, I I was like, oh, I can't because it was so <laughs> I was so personally attached to it. It was it was yeah. horrible. Mm. Um, but you know, uh, you know, you have enough space and and you get away from that, and then you listen to it with you know fresh ears, and it's mm. like, wow, that's that's quite good, you know. Um, and yeah, and the same thing happened with Solace as well. But I mean, you know, when when we released it, I was sure it was going to get rubbish, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, not not rubbish, but it, it was going to be one of those one of those albums that was going to be yeah you know what I mean <laughs> so you know so when when the reviews started coming in and the people's reactions started coming it was like oh, okay okay so it's not so bad you know but um but yeah it's it's hard man I mean yeah. and, and it's I, I think like I said I think it happens with with a lot of musos yeah. you know and a lot of musos probably don't 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 really talk about it too much but yeah yeah I know you know a lot of my friends go through the same thing you know what I mean it's because I mean if you didn't take it so seriously, so seriously, so and so personally, it wouldn't be the thing that it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? You have to take it that that personally for it to be any good. I think. Yeah. Well, I I think it's really important too to hear people um, talk about having a sort of crisis of confidence over mm. things too. Yep. Like um, when I spoke for the podcast with Dave Dobbin, it just yep. seemed absurd to me that a guy that not only has written as many songs that have resonated oh, on yeah. so many levels for so many people but also he's a kick-ass performer Hell I mean, yeah. that guy can yep. play and, and him talking about even now you know he had an eight-year gap between records mm. and his was a, a very different eight-year gap mm. to yours mm. um and he talked about you know wondering whether not only whether he could write a song anymore mm-hmm. or whether he could get up and deliver it and, yeah, and you know it was really kind of moving and powerful to hear that because yeah. it does just seem fucking absurd mm, you, yeah. you, you watch, and when you watch him do it you go oh this guy can do this in his sleep he's oh, been doing it since man. he was 16, 17 yeah, yeah, and he's, yeah, a, he's, phenomenal. he's a national hero yeah, yeah, you yeah, know yeah. so it is important to hear that yeah, stuff yeah oh absolutely and I, I tell you what I, I remember um, remember just after um, we'd finished uh, Signs like well, you know, just after we finished mastering it, I saw an interview with Tom York and Ed O'Brien about in Rainbows, mm. you know, and um, and and they said the same thing. Yeah, they said after um, which just seems fucking nuts, doesn't seems it? Seems so absurd, man, yeah. because it's as good as it gets, you know, in my yeah. opinion. And um, and they were both saying, you know, after um, Hail to the Thief, um they you know it was like uh, there was a death and there was a wake and you know and that was the end of their mm. their their i don't know their talent you know what i mean yeah, like wow. like they they were like how do you even write a song you yeah. know what i mean as uh, 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 anyone going to give a shit you yeah. know what i mean like what we what we do now you know is it going to be any good and yeah and they were like yeah we were fearful you know mm. 
so hearing that from from those guys sort of made me think well hey <laughs> it's all good you know yeah, maybe yeah. it's not so bad to feel like that <laughs> you know it's coming from such amazing musicians you know signs eventually makes it out into the world and to my ears it was a fantastic record straight away and to my mind it was received that way by you know it 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 achieved what I guess you um, laboured over and freaked mm. out over in yep. that it is a sort of sequel of sorts to Solace. It yep. is like a next step, step, a yep. next version, uh, a, another, a new Evolution. path, whatever. Yeah, 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 all of those things. So what is it? And, and you guys did a pretty huge promotional mm-hmm. trail for that. Yep. Was that... Or I remember catching up with you after that and you saying like you know where's the effect of this fucking record kind yeah, of thing it's yeah, yeah. haunting me yeah, still yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah, yeah. so when did you and, and you're sort of saying you've only made peace with it recently but mm. but it must have been something to get the, that kind of validation yeah. oh, and man, that it kind was. of reception yeah it was it was it was a massive relief for me you know what I mean mm. like, like I said I, I just kind of felt um the the pressure of of the th- you know of the three of us mm. you know what I mean you know not 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 like directly from the other two you know what I mean I just you know it was like I really wanted it to to you know allow us to continue what we're doing basically yeah. you, know, you know um so yeah so when when you know when the reviews and the and the general sort of acceptance of it started coming back it was it was a huge relief for me you know yeah. like that we had done something good you know so. Yeah, um, I mean, after after we started playing the shows, you know, the touring for it, you know, and to see the people's reaction to the new songs, that's when I started to started to make peace with it. You yeah, know yeah, I mean? yeah. You know, like it's like, oh man, seeing people's reactions to it, you know, right there, you know, not reading a review or whatever, or yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. reading comments about it, but actually seeing people react to it and the big smiles on everyone's faces, you know, it was just like, okay, man, this is cool. You know, I'm cool with this. You know. The thing that interests me too about what you guys do is, you know, I go to a Jacob gig and I've been to plenty, and they're they're always a little bit different or whatever. They've always got their own flavour on the night, which is yep. obviously a bit as much about the audience and what they bring to yep, it, and, and how many are there and all mm-hmm. of that sort of thing. But you know, <clears throat> I guess with the sort of music you make, it can feel like a bit of a cult. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you're putting on a show and the enlightened are there yeah. but you guys go off and do festivals and, and you get to and I'm thinking not just overseas but like you did Laneway on the back of Signs that must yep. have been interesting because yeah, that's man. taking your music to loads of people that are, are into you and aware of it but yep. I bet quite a few that yeah, what, have, what is this band do? Yeah. who yeah. are they? Yeah, and it was that was a great show I mean yeah. Yeah, and when I was like I wouldn't say sceptical, but I was a little yeah, bit like this is curious, like you know how how we're going to be, you know. I yeah. mean, because like it's so eclectic that yeah, festival, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. it's like well, how are we going to go down there, you know? Like, but um, but that show was really amazing, you right? Know? Like the the audience that we had was was chock a block, and yeah. um, and they really loved it, you know. So who knows how much mm. of them knew us or, or yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. knew our stuff but um or but knew it, to look out for you yeah yeah been but, tipped off yeah 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 but i mean it's it was awesome we we loved it and the crowds yeah. seemed to really love it awesome. you know so that was cool man i yeah. really really dug that you know? yeah it was a cool piece of it so then you go overseas again mm. and you do a big lot of shows mm-hmm. and you play what's the biggest 
sort um, of thing you've done on, maybe uh, on the back of signs uh, well I think oh, we've done some some really good stuff man in the last couple of years but I think the the festival uh, the Roadburn festival that we did uh, just recently in Tilburg in, in Holland which is like a three and a half thousand sold out um, uh, festival yeah um, with Neurosis you know yeah. um, that was probably the the coolest thing we've done since yeah um, there was a guy called um, oh man I forgot his name now um, he did some really amazing visuals for us and um, like it was you know he sort of made it his project to, to, to do some really great visuals for yeah. our set you know and they were incredible man you know yeah, and, yeah. and it was a it was a chocker sold out sort of um, crowd and it was just an incredible experience man you know so that was probably the, yeah that's probably the coolest thing we've yeah. done since I mean you know we, we did um, we did the um, uh, Dunk Festival last year at last year's uh, European tour that was really amazing again you know but, you know just before Mono who were really awesome band that we've played with a few times now and um the japanese yeah, band mono yeah, yeah, yeah. the japanese post-rock band yeah <laughs> and um yeah i mean yeah there's there's heaps of things man yeah, yeah like you know we've, like the last couple of times we've been to london we've, we've sold them out and um yeah oh man we could go on for a while well it's been uh, some what, good stuff that's for sure what's what's next so you just um you sort of played a couple of shows around the country at the start of this year <clears throat> towards the start of this year and then took off and you've just done this big stretch yep um winter shows and then what's 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 next in the world of Jacob what's happening well I think um what's bubbling away well I, I, we're, as well. we're talking about going back to the states next year um I think I mean, you know I think we've got a, a a pretty decent fan base over there and I think you know from judging by some of the comments they're sort of a little unhappy we keep going back to Europe and not going <laughs> yeah, there right. you know which is probably fair enough you know um, yeah. so I think we're going to make an effort to get over there next mm. year um, and then the and then year after that 2018 is our 20th anniversary so um, our sort of rough plan at the moment is to maybe um, record some some new stuff and not to not to like plan for an album yeah yeah because we all know how that went last time um so i don't know yeah so what i think i think how how uh, we're kind of looking at it is like let's let's shoot for a maybe a four song ep yeah and if anything more happens good yeah if it doesn't we're happy with the four song ep you know? yeah um but you know yeah we're gonna do something like that and um and release it and you know f- for our 20th anniversary and then go and do a, a pretty large scale uh european tour yeah yeah new zealand tour of course new zealand tour yeah, absolutely play, and, play and some well. places you haven't played maybe yeah yeah for a while we well there is talk of actually doing that later on in the year actually yep. going to play some um some of the towns we haven't played for a very very long time you know? yeah yeah so yeah yep. and um <clears throat> you're thinking of you're toiling away at doing something yourself yeah yep yeah, yep yeah, yeah, yeah yeah i, I mean i've been there's yeah you know, i've or been collecting kinda, up things yeah yeah, yeah. I've, I've i've been sort of you know noodling away with it, lots of different sort of things for a very long time obviously you know what i mean that don't fit jacob you know yeah. and um and then you know one day i was just sort of sitting there going through all those little ideas and these are 
a shitload of them, you know. It's like, man, I could put, probably put an album together here, you know. Um, but, you know, uh, it's kind of hard to put it all into context, you know what I mean? Because yeah. it's really eclectic. There's lots of different ideas, you know. And, yeah. it's, and I've sort of been working on one thing which is completely different to this other thing which is completely different, you know. So I'm kind of like, how is this all going to fit together? Um, but, yeah, I think it's sort of slowly coming together now, you know. And um, I think I'm going to try and get it finished and maybe even release it by the end of the year yeah and then tour that yeah yeah well, yeah 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 yeah. I, I, I mean I, I don't even know how I'd, yeah, I don't even know how to even do it live you know what I mean I, yeah yeah I, I don't know um, Tom Parade's done, done a, a bit of, a, a few a few uh, drums uh, sort of on a couple of songs so I don't know I mean, I don't know. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'd need a little string section and yeah. some, you know, some synth players and all sorts of stuff. So I, that, that's a whole new thing. Well, right? that could really sprawl into yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> quite a yeah. crazy and intense project. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I do. I do want to get into it and like yeah. give it some time and effort. You know, yeah, at some yeah. stage. You know. Yeah. 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 Wow. Um, <clears throat> it's funny. What last night watching you play? I thought, and I think it's the first time I've thought this. I, there were a couple of moments where, and <clears throat> please take this as a compliment. But I thought <laughs> I'll of, try. I thought of things like I th- just in little moments. I thought of things like Joe Satriani's "Flying in a Blue Dream." Oh, I could, shit. you know, I could. Great s- album. Great yeah, album. yeah, exactly. Man. Like I'm done with him pretty yeah, much, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I love that record. Uh, aren't we all? But <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> He's just not, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> but but I. Um, you never grew up. Yeah. No, um, but you, you know, uh, to me, that's that's become the sentimental favourite. You know, yeah, for a long man. time. Surfing was great, but surfing, surfing with aliens, a bit silly now. You know, it's iconic, but it's silly. Mm. But flying in a blue dream, it kind of has something. And I think, like the deeper you go into that album, Mm. this sort of towards the end, Mm. there's some things he never, he never really quite repeated those, where he's repeated most of everything else he's done. Yeah, yeah, I think he's pretty plugged in for that album, eh? Um, But it comes back to you saying, you know, being Steve Vai on the couch and stuff. Mm. I like that that. And you know, you guys all listen to lots of different things, and mm. and there's lots of metal and and other influences in there. But I like that within your sound, you can kind of hear not only the things you were listening to, but you can hear these other things that come from quite widely outside cool. of That's cool. you know what you're accepted yeah, as yep, doing. Yep. Like whether people call it post rock or ambient yeah, yeah, metal yeah, yeah, or yeah, yeah, you know yeah. whatever, all of those yeah. terms. Well, what is the term? Oh man, no, I don't think there is. <laughs> what is the term? Because I, I quite like the term. Maybe not specifically for you guys, but I quite like the term ambient metal. I yeah, think yeah, that does yeah. something, and I think you guys have elements yeah, of that. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I don't think see it's that. More I don't know that I see that term used that much. The thing is with post rock, and um, which is what I was talking about before. <laughs> yeah. And the reason why a lot of um, Post rock bands don't like being called post rock. Yeah. It's because, oh man, how do I say it? Um, post rock. The whole idea of post rock was uh, because rock became such a horrible yeah, cliche. You know that that um, a bunch of people started thinking. Beyond, mm. right? Yeah, you know, mm. it become it becomes sickeningly <clears throat> yeah. cliched, right? And so the whole ideal of um, post rock is to go beyond that and get away from the cliches yeah. and do something new. Okay, what I think has become of 
post-rock has ironically it's become like rock was yes. and it's becoming massively a template, a template. Yeah, it's, it's, it's well, a paint gonna, by numbers thing you know, also, just like po- rock used to be yes. which was the whole idea yeah. of what post tune rock, your guitar yeah. here yeah, that's it. place your snare drum on that's this thing one, mate. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah well I was going to say I thought I always sort of saw it as um, <clears throat> yeah thinking beyond the structure yep. post in that sense imagining mm-hmm. something beyond yeah um, and also, I think now too, uh, outside of the template thing and the the sort of confines that seem to have been placed on this thing that was actually mm. supposed to be a lot freer, mm. um, yeah. is is there probably also is a bit of an implied snobbery yep, aspect, yep, 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 yep. and and even a bit of a hipster yep, implication, yep, which people probably yeah. aren't happy yeah. with, you know, which like, you know, which you can compare to like an LA hair metal thing, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's the same kind of thing. I mean, I know it's completely different, but in a way it's like a well let's you know like those guys were like well let's just grow our hair long and wear spandex and you know what I mean like and play pointy guitars and do yeah. do, do these chords and these riffs and we're going to be just like these guys and we might get famous you know yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and it does seem like you know and I hate to say it it does seem like a lot of bands just think okay well if we play these chords and we tune our guitars like that and we have this amount of delay and this amount of reverb yeah, we can be a cool post rock band yeah, like yeah. these guys, you know. Yeah, and it's just it has become really formulaic, and it's yeah, it's kind of sad, you know what I mean? Because um, what's interesting about watching you guys is you will, you're exploring. To me, you're exploring the same musical themes mm. over and again, and but finding new ways to yep. you know new ways to put it out there, basically yep. new. That's, new that's all we're capable of doing. Yeah. No, 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 you, no you, it's, like, it's, like, it's like looking at something from a different angle. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, finding yeah. a new peephole to, yeah, yeah, yeah. to, and then going, well, I'm going to come at it from mm-hmm. this corner. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's sort of, uh, I think it's always interesting watching you guys and having tried to write about you guys, which I've done a wee bit, a mm-hmm. fair bit. Yep. Um, it's, it's interesting trying to find ways, you know, and obviously we stumble into kind of, Cliches and yeah, weird yeah, mixed yeah. metaphors and stuff yeah, because yeah, it's yeah. because it is a fucking challenge. Because <laughs> for a start, you don't get to go, you don't get to name songs yeah, yeah, like yeah, they yeah, mean yeah. anything, yeah, 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 you know. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, you don't yeah. get to, you don't have the obvious reference points you can yeah, have yeah. when reviewing yeah, yeah, a yeah, form yeah. of pop or rock music yeah, where yeah. you can talk about particular lyrical yeah, yeah, themes, content, qu- yeah, yeah, quote yeah. content, yeah, yeah, yeah. name drop, album titles, song titles. Periods, yeah, you know, yeah. which is great for you guys because it means uh, you're being treated on the idea that it is entire. It comes back to that thing. It is entirely about the music. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's about yeah. the sound, yeah. the sonic, the overall yeah. sonic that you three mm-hmm. are creating, yeah. and it sort of that that fact is awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. which it really is. Yeah, yeah, and you seem to have mostly had good press. Have you? And 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 you wouldn't know because you don't read the reviews, but. but, um, <laughs> but but do you do you recall some like shockers where either either the person writing had no fucking idea how to approach it and you don't have the name and shame or yeah. or they called you out pretty brutally on something and you and you went like fuck honestly that's totally valid or no yeah because like, I, I just think it hasn't really happened no nah, like we have we in my honestly, understanding I, I, and I've been waiting for it you know yeah, what I mean yeah. like when like I said when signs came out I was I was like <laughs> I was bracing <laughs> I was like here we yeah. go bring it on you know 